All right, let's go. It's Sunday, poor. It's Thursday night. Have yourself a cocktail to start the weekend. Hope it was a good short week for everybody. We're here again with the Islanders playoff hockey. After Ant was sure that they were going to lose on Monday, they came back to win in overtime shortly after we stopped recording. And here they are making good on Ant's promise down one nothing with 12.03 left in the third period. And maybe two. There's a scrum in front of that. Ant, how the fuck you doing, man? What's up? Ah, putting the finishing touches on a little wild turkey over here. It's holiday uh, season still. Still. Never ends. <laughs> never ends. What do we got? Let's get into some shit. That's it. This is your therapy session. Uh, you're on, I'm on the clock, so you might as well get your money's worth. Uh, I'll start off on a positive note. Oh, right out, right out of the gate. Very rare start. Because I was thinking about this as the week was progressing. You have that, you know, Memorial Day hangover, getting your wits about you. Sure. Getting your legs under you. So I complained about Derby Day being flat this year, right? Playoffs, no NBA and no NHL playoffs. Something was missing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And part, you know, a big part of that was no playoffs. Um, so, and you know, you're this June just started. You're still a month away from Fourth of July, so you're you're in a little bit of a limbo stage. Summer, summer, you know, Memorial Day is the unofficial start, but you're still not in summer. But I gotta say, I looked ahead at the schedule this Saturday. I think Belmont Day this year is the new Derby Day. Oh, Belmont's going to get his derby status 2021? I think so. Wow, what do we, what do we got on, uh, on tap? I know We got, tap. obviously, the Belmont post time 649. <laughs> yeah. You got that. And then, you know, you got uh, Yanks, Red Sox, if you're into that, if you could bear watching the Yankees. And then you got Nets, Bucks, 730. And you got uh, Isles, Bruins, which is right after the uh, – Right after the Belmont, it's a it's a packed night. Any fights? Is this is this weekend that uh, that May? Well, yeah, the Mayweather fight. If you're into that, I'm not watching that. But that's, if you're into that, but that, and that's on Sunday anyway. I like. Oh, is it? Yeah. Ugh. Who's yeah. gonna watch a fight on Sunday? Ah, uh, it's gross. We're not, nobody's gonna watch it. I mean, that's the hope. At least I'm sure somebody will. But yeah, uh, don't don't bother inviting me over if you are. No, I will not be. I will not be viewing. There'll be no viewing party over here. Also, could be a couple of game sevens. We'll see what Portland does. They're up at the half. Last time I checked, mm-hmm. and uh, Lakers had Anthony Davis playing tonight, so there might be. Uh, they might be heading for a game second seven back in the desert. So, a lot going on. Saturday is a packed day. It's it, a full day. You know what I mean? It's just what the doctor ordered after a shitty Memorial Day. I think one of those game sevens puts it over the top. If you have one of those game sevens on Saturday. You're looking at a full day. If you, if both if both series end tonight, it, it it takes a little bit away from Belmont Saturday. All right, you need the game set. I think you got to have one, yeah, just to elevate it to Derby Day status. Right, it has a local flavor to it with all the New York teams. You need the game seven to get some national steam. Right, right, right. And plus, you know, Belmont's tough because there's not going to be a triple crown winner. There's a little bit of a dark cloud. I mean, there's always a dark cloud hanging over the sport, but. This is, this is a big one with uh, what happened with Baffert. And he's, you know, just came out this week. He's suspended from, uh, from Churchill for two years. So, I mean, fuck him. But 
it does take it, do, it does take a little bit away from the racing aspect of it. Yeah, it does. I guess if, if, not for me. Just in general. No, you're right. The casual spectator doesn't care when there's yeah. not a triple crown. Sure. And Belmont loses. Plus, there's only eight. There's only eight uh, horses this year running. Yes, that's. I mean, that's kind of a weak field. So, uh, yeah, still be there'll still be some money to made. Still to be about, made. Yeah, even probably even better chance to make some money this year than than ever than most Belmonts. Could be. Just throw it down on uh, throw out your your trifectas. Birthdays, license plates, pl- license plates. Did that work um, for anybody at the Preakness? Not me. Belmont's my race, though. I don't. I don't hit any. I never hit a Derby in my life, and maybe I made money on one Preakness. Belmont's my race. All right. Kiss of death, right there. But that's the race I've had the most success with in years past. Wow, I didn't expect to. I didn't expect for you to come in here. Uh, you woke up on the right side of the bed this morning, I guess. You know, chipper, ready for the weekend. Looking forward to, looking forward to a big Saturday. Didn't didn't see this coming from a mile away. Yeah, I don't know if there's a correlation between being in a better mood on the Thursday shows and Monday shows. That could there could be something to that. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. No, nah, not usually. This Monday, I was dragging a little bit. But other than that. Uh, oh yeah, Monday off a three-day weekend. That I was not. It wasn't a happy one. I'll tell you that. Not celebrating anything, but it was a three-day weekend, and uh, yeah, I was in a little bit of a fog Monday night, to say the least. Yeah, it was. It was. That was one of those shows. I was watching my watch the whole time. Like, is we almost there yet? That was rough. It was a struggle. Yeah, it's. Right. I went back and listened to it. It was actually a good show. I thought. We, we we show up. It's, it's like you know, just because you're not feeling it doesn't mean you don't show up for the for the fight. You know, you, the bell rings, you're there, you're locked in. Absolutely. Yeah, that's all there is to it. There's a couple no- hits, couple uh, hits on the chin, and you know, wakes you up a little bit. That's right. You're ready to yeah. go. You got no place. You got no other choice. Yeah. Ah, <sighs> well, geez, and now we hit a brick wall, and this, <laughs> and then it's, then we're going nowhere. Quite never going nowhere fast. Yeah, hey, you, I, I could I couldn't believe you didn't know who Tommy Cheeseballs was. I still don't know who that is. You sent me a picture. I still don't know who it is. You did you watch True Life back in the day on MTV? No. Okay, that'll that'll do it then. So <laughs> True Life used to do True Life used to do uh, these shows. It was it was always kind of an after school special sort of thing, like someone's addicted to meth or. This is, this is like before the internet really took off. Okay. I mean, this is before YouTube. This is before going viral, social media. Even before Facebook, this show started. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, it would usually be something along those lines. But sometimes they'd have some goofy ones. And they had one. This, this is going back to 2003, okay? Okay. It was called I Own a Summer Share. Is that what it was called? Something? Okay. So it was, it oh, was time about, uh, yeah, down in the Jersey Shore. Okay. And there was a guy, uh, Tommy, who this, who this episode centered around. And when I tell you that this guy was electric, <laughs> probably for all the wrong reasons, but this guy, I mean, he was, like, 
he paved the way for Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. Wait, is he a real guy? Or is he like doing a bit? I saw oh, that. no. Oh, no. This is no bit. This is a <laughs> real, legit guy. Like, the Jersey Shore people turned into caricatures of themselves. They cashed in. They sold out. They sold their souls to sell merch, you know, catchphrases. They, they became everything that people hate about reality TV, Jersey Shore. Right? Yeah. Yep. This guy had no self-awareness at all. This guy was not doing a bit. As like I said, this is before social media. There was no, you know, likes or views or anything. Mm-hmm. This guy was completely unself-aware. He was 100% himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he, he, I mean, the episode is just unbelievable. And the reason he's called Tommy Cheeseball is because I think there's a, at one point at the end of the episode, he, he's out, they're out drunk after the bar. And he's just going, where's my cheese balls? Where's my cheese balls? Oh, just totally Guido, totally Guidoing out all hammer and shit. And that's where the legend of Tommy cheese balls came from. So you fast forward now, 18 years later, I guess Portnoy found him, posted a video of him. And uh, he's on TikTok, which I still don't know what that is. So un- unfortunately, he's back on something that I'm not going to go on. But uh Tommy Cheeseball is alive and well. Well, alive. Alive, yeah. Oh, and he might be on the verge of getting canceled because they, they found some pictures with the you know, like a swastika. He's wearing something with a swastika. So he might be he may have just came out of retirement to get canceled in like 48 hours. <laughs> so yeah, this guy either means a lot to people or nothing. You uh, nothing. Me, I I mean, I remember this episode. It was the best. It was I, the, almost 20 years ago now. I took like a very long break from MTV that might have lasted from like the mid '90s until whenever Jersey Shore went went out went on the air, and that I watched begrudgingly. And that was like I hate watch that show because everybody's watching it, and I was like, "Well, I gotta make fun. I'm just gonna make fun of these people, I guess." Yeah, I couldn't help it. Yeah, like I really did not like Jersey Shore, but I watched most of that show, like the regular season stuff, not all this. Family Affair, whatever the fuck it is, shit. Nah, this is a, it's a reboot, yeah. It's one of those reboots yeah. that you just, it's a car crash. What was uh, the Jersey Shore? Well, they went to Italy, and then they did one in Florida, and that was it? I think I checked out. Oh, they did, they did a bunch. They did uh How many in Jersey in a row before they went somewhere else? Was it three in Jersey? They probably three. did two in Jersey, and then they went to Miami, and then, and then Italy. I think I checked out after Italy. Italy, I'll say season four, if I had to guess. Italy was when uh, the situation hit it hard, right? Yeah, we got a tie. Wow. Yeah, we got a tie game on the island. I don't know, Paul Mary, someone. Barzell, he's off the milk carton. Um, Let's go. All right, tie game, 526 left. Barnes up for grab. Uh, what were we say? Oh, it, oh, that's when Sitch he he uh, yeah put himself on a stretch. He, he wanted to he wanted to go at uh, he wanted to go at Ronnie, and he was like, "Let's go!" And he had but he, he did the Gus Farrat. Remember Gus Farrat did that? Headbutted somebody and knocked himself out. No, it was after oh. uh, I think he scored a touchdown. I mean, Gus Farrat played for so many teams. 
Redskins, I'll say he was playing for at the time. Yeah. Okay. I think they scored a touchdown. It may not even been a touchdown, but we'll, uh, for his sake, I'll say he scored a touchdown. And he got pumped up and he went to the wall, you know, in the end zone and just oh. headbutted it. And I think he hurt his neck. Yeah. In the situation, he headbutted the wall and knocked himself out, right? Right. Yeah. Right. He had to go with right. the neck brace. Yeah. He was on a lot. Of, he was on a lot of pills back then, I believe. Yeah, not he's not really a born again situation. From what I've seen in the family vacation or whatever, he's he's like the most tolerable one now. He's, he's uh, uh, I doubt he's tolerable, but it's, it's, you're telling me that a born again Christian is going to be most tolerable in any group? I don't think so. I wouldn't call him born again Christian. More more of like a born again douche. Like he. He went from being one of the worst humans to to actually uh, tolerable. Uh, Born I, again, tolerable. I'd have to I have to see it to believe it, but I'm not, I don't think I'm going to see it, uh, and I don't think I'll ever believe that. I I don't think I could stand him for more than three minutes. Whether you got to understand, he's being graded on two kind of curves. He's being yeah. judged against his old self and his roommates. He has those two things going for him. Yeah, the yeah the roommates thing. Well, not none of them are really tolerable. So, oh for six, oh for seven, there or whatever it is. <laughs> well, Paulie, Paulie's alright. Yeah, Paulie's Paulie's alright. It's fine. That's fine. Uh, but even still, it's kind of weird. Like I don't know if he does it anymore, but it'd be kind of weird seeing somebody ten or fifteen years older doing the same shtick he was doing, you know, ten or fifteen years ago. Well, the thing I respect about Paul is he came in as a DJ and he's still a DJ. That's fair. Didn't forget More that. famous DJ. I don't know if he'd be DJing in Vegas without that gig. Yeah. But kind of ha- he had his passion and he, uh, he used reality TV to kind of catapult him into. Yeah, different level. You know, we could do it AC Vegas, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. when, when was the season that Ronnie like flipped the fuck out? And oh. like, just broke all the shit in the room. I don't even remember the broad's name, but like just Sam, like he threw he threw all her stuff out. Yeah, just breaking shit, throwing it. What's it was probably was like the first season. It was probably like their fifth day of dating. That's that's <laughs> when I wanted to check out. That's when I wanted to stop watching, and it became became less entertaining and more about just hating every one of these people with a passion. Yeah, Ronnie's very unlikable. Ron, Ronnie is so unlikable. They just don't still see, continues to be unlikable. They just don't seem like very nice people, or very good people at all, and they really give Italians bad name. Italian Americans bad name. Yeah, but I, does every race have that? Doesn't every race have to kind of own own it? Don't run from it. Just no, just I'll, you know I'll, acknowledge I'll, that it's there. I'll, I'll own like the like the like a weird chef with the mustache. The oh, a spicy meatball. The Muppets. I'll Muppets guy. No, he's Swedish. <laughs> oh, he is a Swedish chef. Oh, yeah. Beloved Swedish chef. He may he may have a little Guinea in him. I don't know. I don't think so. I'll own like the like the Mario and Luigi stereotypes. I don't I don't have to own the fucking fist bumping, tan, juice head stereotypes. That was an odd. Who came up with Mar- Super Mario? It was such an odd thing. Japanese. <laughs> it's a Japanese. Uh oh, we have a breakaway. Sorry, my train of thought is. Oh, uh, it wasn't quite a breakaway. You got a stick in there. Um, That's where the Japanese. God, the Bruins have 38 shots now out of nowhere. They had like eight shots in the second period. 
Yeah, the, yeah. It was the shots was like eighteen to fifteen at the start of the third, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I, when I was watching, they said the Bruins have had the last fourteen shots in a row. It's like oof. Playing right. Nah, into the that wasn't quite playing right into the Islanders' hands. By the way, that I'm glad they showed this guy fucking Sala. He's at the yeah. Knicks game two days ago, and now he's at the Islander game. This guy's a fucking piece of shit politician. This guy. I hate. I hate when when coaches come to a city and just try and like endear themselves. Be like, I'm going to root for this team and that team, and I'm going to go to this game. The only thing fans care about is wins and losses on the field. Man, you yeah. go two and fourteen, they're not going to care you at the Islander game. <laughs> they will care, but they're they're not going to be cheering for it anymore. They will, right. they, they will love it if you show up in public, if, if you're 2 and 14. Doesn't, it does, isn't that such a Fugazi move, though? Where is he from originally? If he's from New York, I'd be pissed because I'm going to have to eat my words probably. Yeah, uh, I mean, this, this, is, this is a uh, countrywide problem. If this is the one guy that actually went to work where he came from, he grew up in Dear, He's from Dearborn, Michigan. Piece oh, of shit. Get out of here. Yeah, Dave Coulier wouldn't do this. He's Dave Coulier ring. wouldn't sell out. <laughs> He's got Red Wings gear in his fucking man cave, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, and that's another thing. Yeah. What are the chances you ever seen a hockey game before? These football guys famously don't spend any time doing anything but football. What are the chances he's ever even been to a hockey game or even watched a hockey game on TV? There's no, I mean, there's no shot. There's none. This is probably the first hockey game he's ever been to. Wearing the jersey, waving the towel. It's embarrassing. He took a ticket away from a real fan. Get out of there. Exactly. He did. He took a, he took a ticket away from a blue collar, blue collar Islanders fan. Absolutely. Yeah. Guys, so you know, he didn't pay for that ticket. He didn't, no he didn't go on StubHub. No shot. His publicist was like, yeah, it would be a good idea if you go to this game. It's a big one. It's going to be packed. Throw on this jersey. I mean, still got the fucking tags on. Right? He's going to bring it back and return it after, after the game's over. He's got to receive yeah. it. You go to Models. Got to go to Moe's. You got to. Yeah. Models out of business? I think they went out of business sitting there. Yeah, uh, yeah probably. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Dick, Dick survived. Models is gone. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, yeah, but he went to the Knicks game last week, one of those games. Was it game two? Because I heard Mad Dog killing them. Was it the game that they won? So that gives me a little bit of hope. I it wasn't game five. Game five was last night. So no, yeah. it was uh, it was one of the first two. I think it was game two. I think it might have been the game they won. All right. Because I heard Mad Dog slaughtering them because he got a police escort there. Oh come on, man! A police escort. Crushing them. He's crushing them. What? That's yeah. Don't endear yourself to the city by doing one thing that no other New Yorker does. Get in the fucking subway. Right. That's not connecting. That's not yeah. connecting with, uh, with your fan base. Oh, man. That's brutal. That makes me really dislike him myself. Get it? What's he doing? The fucking Jets haven't had a winning season. I don't know how long. I haven't, won, haven't been to the playoffs. I don't know how long. Fucking human disarray. Get back into the fucking office, man. Get to work. Yeah. What are you doing? He's absolutely right, dog. He's absolutely right. Oh, go yeah, wave the be- go wave the towel for a photo op. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, asshole. Oh, this year, Pff, Zach Wilson did the same thing. The only thing about Zach Wilson is he's a 21 year old kid. He doesn't know any better. You know, he's trying to get 
He's, she's trying yeah. to get him a good, you know, good, good yeah, graces but, with uh, – he's Mormon. They don't know. If you got a job in the city and you were 21, you'd go to the games. Was he wearing jerseys and shit? Or do you yeah, wear- oh, yeah, he was. Ah, that's a little weak. It was the, I think it was the Islanders game. Yeah, it was the Islanders game. That's a little weak. At least he's a young kid. It's a grown man. He's yeah. a 50-year-old man. Yeah. He's a man. He's 40. <laughs> Mike, Mike Gundy. <laughs> <laughs> All all time the mullet all time speech, <laughs> all, all time viral all time viral speech. Yeah, that was early on too. That was really with the when the internet was really starting to blow up too. Like yeah, I would say it just it was pre twenty. Yeah, it was. I'm gonna say 2007. That speech was. It's gotta be around there. Yeah, yeah. That's right around when smartphones became a thing. Cause I think I saw that on a smartphone. Oh, yeah, you probably watched it like 100 times. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> yeah. Nothing like, I mean, oh, YouTube was almost made. or the, Not YouTube, but well, I guess maybe YouTube. But it was just made for viral press, like coach press conferences. You could easily, I mean, if you're a coach and you just want to lose it and you want to make headlines, take two seconds at a press conference. Mike Singletary. I mean, there's so yeah. many examples of it. It's I mean, incredible. The, the, probably the first 100 videos I watched on YouTube were like the Allen Iverson practice, the, uh, mm-hmm. the playoffs. Uh, probably Singletary was in there too. But all, oh, those, yeah. the, all those press conference meltdowns were, were amongst the first things you YouTube. Did you say Jim Mora? Jim Mora, yeah. Playoffs? Yeah, play, playoffs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, the press conference, the coach press conference is great. Flipping out. Excellent. Oh, shoot the puck for Christ's sakes! This power play. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, nothing worse than just—I mean, putting the t- puck on a tee and just missing the net or shooting it right into the goalie's pads. Oh, man. Let's see, fifty-three. They also, they also the have game. a horrible power play. Yeah, not very good. Thirty-three seconds left on a power play. Their period winding down. They're gonna have elite, have one more push, maybe two more. They recover. Yeah, prob- probably good. one more. I would say. I would guess. Yeah, if it gets clear, yeah. Oh my god, oh, man! That's why it's kind of one of the reasons they miss Anders. Just the, he, he was one of those guys just kind of planted him in the front of the net. All right, clean up good the scraps. At, yep, you'd be good in a spot like this, but. All things considered, that, that was probably one of their better power plays, but uh, still came up empty. Yeah, brutal. All right, so uh, looks like we're on OT. Yep, another overtime game here on Sunday Four. Another overtime, yep. Yep. Uh, I was trying to I, – I went over to see my neighbor again this week. Okay. You ever, so, try, and, you ever try and nudge a conversation in a, your direction? You mean it's like a topic or? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, because generally I'd rather, I mean, I'll bring up something, but I won't nudge because if uh, someone's just talking, I'll just listen. I don't really care. Yeah, I'm not saying you grab the wheel. Yeah. Well, how, just what, give the nudge. How did you, what, what is your nudge? Or you got nudged? No, I, I tried to give a nudge towards hockey. Oh. Because I, I heard that. They were a hockey house. 
Oh, yeah. I've then, seen, they have a, a rink out there in, in front of yard before? Or did I see something like that? Yeah, they shoot. They shoot out there. Oh, that's cool. So I guess I, I think I mentioned on the show, one of the shows we did, that they were a Ranger, Rangers fans. Oof. So I figured, you know, bring up some common ground. But uh, it kind of got – not that it gets shut down, but, like, you know, it doesn't gain any momentum. It doesn't gain any, gain any steam to the point where – they, I don't think they really watch. I don't think they really watch. I don't think sports is really their thing over there. Yeah. Not a sports house. I mean. But then, so then I just shut it down. I don't try and, like I said, I give a nudge. I don't grab the wheel and try and. Maybe they haven't watched the Rangers in a while. Well, this, this year would have been here to watch them, but maybe, maybe, they, maybe they kind of gave up on the Rangers. I just, hey, I, I could, bull, I mean, I just, I'm just trying to find something somewhat interesting. It's small talk about. Wait, so th- do they actually have ice and a net, like a half court situation, or it's just a net, and they shoot? No, nah, it's no ice. It's a driveway. No, I didn't know if I, I didn't know if I had seen at some point like uh, the 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 blocks up, you know, like the two by fours up to uh, to have uh, like a little rink there. You know, you see those all over Connecticut during the winter. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think they just they just shoot. What the, cha- the, the chances you ever get over there and start firing a few uh, wrist shots at the net? Oh, I'm sure that'll happen at some point. Oh, nice. They got to have a lefty stick, though. Could get screwed there. Might have to buy my own stick. There you go. Yeah. So it's all right. You know, I, I'm like a chameleon when it comes to small talk. I'll just, I'll just do mostly listen, you know? So, yeah, that's what you got to do. Sometimes you got to – I got. I like sniffing people out. Like, can this guy talk sports? If you can't, okay, that's fine. I remember being a kid, eight years old, I could sniff out an adult that didn't know anything about sports back then. <laughs> could always sniff them out. You know what I mean? And then the older I got – and I thought that was, like, the minority. The older I got, I realized that most adults can't really talk sports. So, yeah, I happened, really know shit. It happened at work on Tuesday. Like, uh, my boss is now understanding. It came up to me. It was like, oh, did you catch the game last night? And I was like, I was like, yeah, it's phenomenal. And he turned to like the other kid I, I work with. He's like, yeah, he's like, good game last night. He's like, yeah, Islanders, I heard it was a good game. I was like, this is exactly what you just fucking said two seconds ago. You heard it was a good game uh, for us. <laughs> Bullshit. I heard it was a good game. Well, he did. He wasn't lying. He did. No, yeah, I, it was a good uh, game. From us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he was trying to kind of. Trying to weasel his way in, kind of weasel to sound like he knew what he was talking about. He just wanted to. I get that you get that a lot, man. People just don't want to sound like they're idiots or not or not know what they're talking about or not know what you're talking about. Like you say, I don't know. I don't care. What the fuck do I care? Like you got your own life going on. I don't give a shit what you're doing. It. You gotta yeah. watch, watch every fucking Islanders game. Yeah. <laughs> you can talk about it with me. I don't think so. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I feel like yeah, I heard they won. Like if it was if it was some game I didn't care about, yeah. like uh, the Avalanche last night, I didn't stay up for it. But I saw they won an OT. That's yeah. it. But this kid probably didn't have a clue. He probably literally got all his information from you guys five seconds prior. From yeah, just the introduction to the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't don't do that. But you you know he didn't even try the nudge though. No nudge. No not nudge. Even, not even like no. But I did see uh, this. That was a good game. I don't know what other games were on. Yeah, got my head on Monday, but well, hey, the, I mean, the main one of the biggest reasons I went over there is because I figure the more I small talk, a content for the show, b 
Fair. That's good. More, more, more small talk could be make me a better podcaster. I don't know. I'm trying to be, make, make, make that, a, you know, turn it into a positive small talk. Well, if you're going over there and just listening, I mean, you can kind of not nudge, but you can like follow up on what they're talking about to get a little more, get them to keep going. Well, no, it, the other night was one-on-one. So it's, I'm out, you know, I'm on an island. Yeah, but you still, still, it's just going one-on-one with him. And he says something and instead of like, you don't have to have a retort like, oh yeah, so it's a good game. You kind of follow up with a question and get, kind of feed him to uh, keep him going, keep you off the hook, small talk wise. And then oh, just, then, just feed then, in questions to whatever we're talking about. And then, not that we need this this uh, kind of practice, <laughs> but makes you a better interviewer, not a podcast, a better interviewer. Oh, so I, I turn small talk into an interview. Something like that, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I guess I do kind of I – mean, I think I do kind of fall back on that. One game that I hate playing, small talk, and this is whenever you, you run into somebody local or somebody who's from the same area as you, mm-hmm. is the do you know so-and-so game. Oh, okay. Oh, do you know so-and-so because you're from the same town? Or where'd you grow up? Oh, I had someone grow up around the corner. Like, that game's okay. It's just – it's a little bit of a crush, small talk-wise. People use that as small talk. I don't don't mind, like, doing a quick, like, do you know who – you know, you're from this place. Do you know this guy? Dropping a name, but then you got to move on. Then you got to move quick. You can't linger with that question. That's a quick question. Unless, unless that person's like, yeah, I love that kid. And then you can get, get into a little bit. Uh, I guess it's also a dangerous question because if they, they're on the flip side, they could be like that fucking prick. And that could be like, you know, your best. Well, that's why I don't play that game. If people play it with me and I, yeah. I almost always say no, even if I know the person, I say no. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no, cause then we got, we got, I got to elaborate how I know this person. If it's like a good friend. Yeah somebody i hang out with regularly but if it's some random kid that was in my english class in 10th grade i'm saying yeah. no yeah, nah, yeah, yeah i don't i actually don't know him even though i do uh see you're I'm, i forgot most of those people's names so yeah there's certain lucky. people you remember <laughs> so you gotta have a real personal relationship with the person for me to say oh yeah i know him. yeah yeah it's gotta you don't be. need to know who i know or who i've met it's not necessary Oof! I mean, yeah, imagine somebody being like, "Oh, I'm Facebook friends with them." There you go. Another yeah. another point against another knock against Facebook. Yes, not that needs anymore. Yeah. Oh, and I did find. I think I found out what bourbon I had the other night. All right. A little investigating. It was Woodford. Ah, okay. Well, My guess was Makers, but I don't know shit. You know. Yeah, he took a shot. Because he asked me, "What do you want?" and I was like. He started rattling off. Woodford was the first one he said. I was like, yeah, whatever you gave me the other night. But he didn't say anything. So I think it was Woodford. All right. Ah, you got a nice little buddy here. Does it have, is it like a pop-in? Is it like a Kramer situation where you're just kind of just popping in whenever? Or do you see him out there and you, hey, what's up? I see him out there. He's in the yard a lot. You know, I'm out yeah. there with the dog. All right. So, uh, no, this actually happened. I was grilling. And he – he yelled up to the deck. He's like, uh, come over and have a cigar tonight. Uh-huh. It was right after Austin Meadows hit a two-run dinger. So I was like, yes. 
<laughs> anything to avoid watching this game. Uh, so I was like, let me just eat. I'll come over. So half hour later, I just popped in the backyard. Although it was a little awkward because no one was out there. So I was doing like the, do I knock? Like, how do I? Because I haven't exchanged numbers with him because I don't really like exchanging numbers with gr- grown men. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're neighbors. What the fuck? The yeah. only good advantage would be like if I leave the garage open one day, text a guy, like, yeah, I left the garage open. Don't go rob me. You just go close it. Yep. Well, that's true. You got, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe if you go away, would you give him the heads up? Do you trust the guy enough to be like, I'm going away for a week? Do you mind if, uh, if I get your number or so? Or do you want – can I give you my number in case you see something or something I need to do? Yeah, I mean, I got cameras out there now, so. You already have the ring, the, the ring one? Uh, no, it's I got cam- – uh, it's a light censored. Oh, okay. Mo- Emotion censored. It's yeah. in the one in the back on the deck and one in the garage, so. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Yeah, can't get anything. Can't get anything past us now. Well, if your neighbor has it, you better, you better make a decision quick if you're going to ring that bell or not. Because otherwise, you're like, what's this jerk off doing out there? It's kind of he does. He does have it too. I know he has one in front. I'm not sure if he has it in the back. Then he's got a ring because you can't. I've done that before, where you just kind of stand in front of the door, like ah. Once I knock, it's all over. Like, do I knock? Do I ring? Do I just wait for somebody to come moseying on over here? Right. He's expecting me, but the rest of the family doesn't know. They're going to come to the door at like 8 o'clock and be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it's that old uh, Sebastian bit about people coming over, the bell ringing. Right. Army, army crawl, ma. Army crawl. Yeah, it used to be Yeah, it used to be a good thing expecting company when company would drop in. Yeah. Yeah, and now it's like, what the fuck was that? You don't want to be that guy. We uh, there was always company popping in when I was. I mean, it's the same people usually. But when I was a kid. There was always people during the week coming over for coffee. During the week, coming over for coffee after like after they were done eating dinner and we were done eating dinner, they just come over or tea, whatever. Usually, sit around the table on chat. Something hot. Yeah, that's like an that's an art form that I have. It's an art form that. It's completely lost. Like, do people still do that at all? I mean, the pop in or the coffee? That particular pop in. I know we do pop ins, but it's like middle of a Saturday and have a beer, you know? Yeah, and it's still like a Texas scent, like I'm in the neighborhood. Yeah, oh yeah. There's no no more no more legit surprise pop ins. The only place I do a pop in anywhere is my mother's. That's the only place I'm comfortable doing a complete pop in. Okay. Even my uh, my grandmother, I'll, I'll usually send her just a text just to make sure. But my mother, you know, older, my mother's always home. You don't want to just surprise an older person, just you know. Yeah, I think that's what it is. You hit an age, you hit an age where you can't be popping in on someone that's like eighty. Yeah, there's eighty year old uh, popping's tough. My brother, my brother did that to uh, our grandmother one time. Out, you and I mean, all three of our grandmothers. Yeah, one time where. Uh, he went, it was like raining and dark, and he had like a beanie on his head. And he's knocking on this pre cell phone, he's knocking on the door. She's not, she's not answering the door. <laughs> she can't, can't hear him. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. Graham, it's me. She, she, she didn't pick up the, she didn't uh, answer the door. I forget how that resolved itself. I don't know if he ended up, if he ended up like going someplace to call her, or he like, it was like maybe he, he had a cell phone, but like didn't. You know, so before we use cell phones a lot, and it was you know you pay by the second type situation. I don't remember how it exactly it resolved itself. Or somebody showed up, like 
or the uncle showed up or something. I have no idea. He was lingering. He was doing a lingered job on his own grandmother. He was knocking. He was knocking, but still looks <laughs> shady. Looks very shady. Oh man, yeah, it's a it's a wild time. That's the. I mean, that was what else did you do? If you, I mean, you had a call from your house. If you were just out and about, you weren't going to run home and call somebody. You weren't going to drive past somebody's house to go home and call them. You didn't have a choice. You did the yeah, that's Yeah, now that, you have, now that you have the phone, you might as well give the warning. Because, you know, I guess maybe we all want the warning. Because if you just popped in, like, why the fuck didn't you just text? Like, I'm fucking in the shower. Why don't you just text me so I could be like, oh, I'll be ready in 10 minutes. Right, so it's like a con- the the text is a common courtesy. Now it's a courtesy, and it's an yeah. expected. It's an expected action. Yeah, I don't mind the text. I don't. I'm not saying that we had we have to go back to the old days where we're just kind of walking around like cavemen, just knocking on people's doors. No, you got it. I say I'm pro text. Yeah, no, but the pop in the pop in's got to be preempted by a text. There needs to be a preempt a preempted text pop in preempted pop in text. Right. Absolutely. There it is. Need, we, need this, it. this is where we need our gavel. Yeah. There it is. I feel like Got to give a little text. I feel like we should gavel in when we start the show now. Or a call. I guess a call works too. Some sort, some form of communication. The phone call. I got. I do miss the phone call. I remember when texting became like popular. We were both very anti-text. Yes. Now. When I see my phone, when I see someone calling me and it's an actual, it's not a spam number, which is like one out of every 22 calls is actually somebody I know. Yeah. Um, my, my brain is so programmed to just text with people that when I see the phone light up and someone's calling me, I'm assuming someone died. Ben. That's how, that's how sick. Yeah. I'm assuming the worst when I get a phone call, especially if it's someone you don't regularly text with and you see them calling you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just I get a pit in my stomach, like ah no. Yeah, my bro. Okay, no, my other brother called my a cousin of mine on the other side of family recently, and so my he was calling to say that he knew somebody was going into his deli, but he, the first thing he said was, "Nobody died. How you doing?" Like he actually, the actual phone call started with that. Nobody's dead. Nobody died. That's actually nice. That's a class move that you could breathe easy. He know, yeah, he knows. Well, no, but then he got to talk to the schmuck. <laughs> like, oh, uh, now it's just, it's just a personal call. God damn it! <laughs> it's like, all right, I'll give you a minute and a half. You're busy. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't know if we could. Even, I'd like to bring back the phone calls, but I don't even. I think we're well past that, unfortunately. Well, yeah. I mean, what are you gonna? Depends what I mean. Now that you have texting, it's just it's it's so much easier. And what are you gonna really call somebody about? Well, you know, your father's a big phone call guy. He is. That's true. Your he father is a phone likes, call guy. He likes to do the call and check in. Like, how you doing? Just haven't talked to you in a little bit. How's everything? How's the family? That kind of stuff. Gener- it could be a generational thing. That's, Fifty that's, and older. Yeah, but why can't why you know? I think I think as I get older, I think I'll start doing that more. <laughs> the telephone check-in yeah i mean i do it with my brothers like i call them and do the check when's a good them. time to do a telephone check-in that's the that's the that's always the problem that's always the, not for them but for me because sometimes like oh, I'll, I'll give them a call later and then by the time i come home 
if the kid's like in bed and stuff, I'm like, all right, I have like an hour to sit down and chill or an hour to take care of, you know, the kitchen or do whatever. Then I'm like, all right, well, now it's time to do the show. So I'm like, oh, I can't fucking, I can't call him after the show. Uh, and then the other so night, nine, nine, nine thirty is the I, window. I think it's about nine, eight thirty nine, eight thirty to nine thirty is a good time to call. I think. Well, good. Also, another good thing with the cell phone is a no house phones, and yeah. b you could you could fire off a text asking them someone if they're up if it's a little bit past the time that you would send off a phone call. Maybe if it's like ten forty five. Yeah. Then you know it's yeah. clear to call. You don't have to worry about, you know, back in the day, the rotary phone going off and waking up everyone. I did, it's, I did the, uh, the pre-call text recently. It was middle of the day. I had asked my brother something. I didn't want to do it on – it was like a longer than a yes or no question. I was like, I got to ask you something. Do you have a minute this afternoon? And it was, you know, I can't call him at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. He's working. Yeah. Um, I guess I could, but I wouldn't unless it was like an emergency. So I gave him that text. Okay, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm on a call. I'll, I'll give you a call back in a little bit. And that was it. Night worked out nice and easy. Uh, yeah, I, don't know if I, would do that. I don't know if I would do that at night. If I think if it got to like 9.45, I'd be like, ah, if I was like waffling about it, I think I would just back off and be like, nah, tomorrow night. <laughs> all right. You know, of all places where I'm actually pro phone call is uh, work. I When I'm communicating with somebody about something, some sort of you know project at work, mm-hmm. somebody at a different office or something, and let's say I have to ask them you know four or five different things. Mm-hmm. I hate I hate writing like long winded emails. I'd rather get you on the phone, ask you what I need to ask you, and sort it out right there instead of sending off an email and waiting for a response all day like a jerk off. Mm-hmm. I, I I like getting I like getting. It's impossible to get anybody on the phone nowadays. This is more like work related. Yeah. It's impossible to get anybody on the phone nowadays. There's a recording. Huh. You call anywhere. There's a recording. Yeah, I do a lot of emailing at work, and that's because I don't want to talk to anybody. Uh, I, no, when I, I need to get I, shit done, I need to talk to someone. Yeah, I need we, a human. We don't have a lot of time sensitive stuff, and if we do, I let I let them know in the email that if they don't get back to me soon, that they're fucked, and that's really <laughs> that's and that's all there is to it. It's not time that's, sensitive for me most of the time. It's time sensitive. It's time sensitive for them. So it's in their best interest to get back to me sooner than later in what I do most of the time. Yeah, the email is a nice tool. I just never, uh, I don't know. Oh, man. Looking for number two. That would have been nice. That would have been a nice cap. A little cherry on top of the night. All right. Face off in the zone. Um. Yeah, I went. Uh, it, it's definitely taken like um. Like it's like a seesaw now, where it's just phone calls are down here and texts are all the way up here. I guess. Oh, it's seesaw yeah. is not the right analogy, but no, I mean, it's the perfect analogy. I know the what I do miss about the landlines. The it's the machines. Like there's nobody, oh, the answer machines. nobody leaves messages anymore. That technology, you think about it, that technology just came and went in like a heartbeat. Answer machines lasted for 25 years and they're gone, right? 
I would have said shorter. I would have said even shorter. Yeah. I'm going to say late eighties, early nineties. And they, and by the time you got to the early two thousands, they were gone. Oh yeah. So that's even, that's 15 years. Yeah. Maybe, oh, yeah, maybe cause I'm, yeah, maybe cause I'm younger. Cause I remember answering machines in like the mid nineties, but I guess they, they were probably around in the eighties too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember when we got one, but I didn't grow up with one. It was definitely, it was definitely a thing like, Hey, look what we got type of thing. Like it wasn't like we, we didn't always have one when I was growing up. It wasn't like the kids now grow up with smartphones and computers in the house. That was one of those technologies that showed up like, oh, look at this shiny new thing. Are answering machines one of those things in like a 90s sitcom that makes it feel dated? Maybe not to us so much because we grew up with it, but to, you know, a 22-year-old? I don't know. Like I, Seinfeld. I always, when I, whenever I think of answering machines, I think of Seinfeld because of Costanza. Yeah. I don't know. And Jerry, <laughs> like, there was always an answering machine involved in that show somehow. So I always, I always associate answering machines with Seinfeld. Um, I mean, isn't that kind of part of the fun of watching old shows though? Like you watch, like I Love Lucy or like Dick Van Dyke or something and transport you to a different time. It's kind of the fun of, at least to me, it's kind of the fun of watching those shows. Oh, yeah. When I say dated, I don't mean it as a bad thing. Okay, I just I, mean it's something that kids look at like, oh, answering machines. It's kind of like 8-tracks for us. Like, I wasn't around for 8-tracks. No. I don't know how those... Fuck. Yeah, we should. that go in? That was, that was the finish I thought was going to happen on Monday, where it looked like all Islanders. And like, yes. it's going to be a stupid fucking goal that got by. And both their fucking goals tonight were stupid goddamn goals. The first one was a chippy. And this one was bullshit, too. Uh, I got to take the replay. Oh, that was a tough one. All the goddamn people. I hate Marshand. Son of a bitch. All right. Game four. So happens when fucking Salah shows up at the goddamn fucking barn, man. Uh, yeah, yeah piece of shit. That loss is on him. Head for the egg. You think he even saved for fucking overtime? <laughs> as soon as the camera got him, he left. Oh, yeah. He was there for his... He's like a politician, man. He's just there for the cameras. Yeah, kiss a baby and get out of there. Oh, how did that go in? I still don't know how it went in. I saw the replay. Well. Possibly it was offsides. Oh, I got it. I didn't see him cross. Oh. oh, my God. That's just ridiculous. Oh, there might – there's a chance. I mean, not that they're going to call it back now, but – Oh, no, they'll review it, right? There's a chance he was offsides. I mean, I would think you'd have to. I would think not, you'd have to call it. They're not, they're not showing the angle, so I have to believe that. Like usually, they would like slow, slow it up and show the angle or something. I don't know. Is there a deflection there? Whatever. All right. Palm Mary did tipped it, and then that's what I've shown him. Yeah, he doesn't seem happy. Oh, All right. Ridiculous. Got to cl- cleanse. I got to cleanse myself with Dame Willard. <laughs> Over to TNT. Oh, wow. Denver's up eight. They were up. Portland was up at the half. So this is one game seven that looks like is not happening. It's on LeBron's shoulders now. <laughs> it's on LeBron. Willard the other night was unbelievable. I didn't catch a second of it. I saw it was, it was ridiculous, unreal. I mean, they lost, 
Yeah, and they actually have history with the with the Nuggets. I think they they beat the Nuggets in seven a couple of years ago in the conference semis. Okay, just a little bit of a revenge spot for Denver. It looks like I mean, it look they're up a minute twenty four, up eight. It looks like this is over, but uh, yeah. So this would be Denver versus the winner of Phoenix. You need like a Reggie Miller type performance to get him back here. Well, you never know. You never know in the NBA. Eight seconds or less. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, NBA. I don't know. The, the East hasn't really been that interesting yet. I think it's it's going to get interesting. But the first round just seemed like it was more of a uh, formality than anything, right? I mean, one. Yeah. I mean, one thing. Two things to keep an eye on would be Embiid's injury, and. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know the Bucks. I mean, Bucks Nets, but I, I don't know. There was nothing. Nothing out of the first round. I guess the Hawks punk in the net of the uh, Knicks. That's a story, but the East is kind of – the West has kind of held up their end of the bargain here in the first round. I think, yeah, this, this, the West has been exciting. I think with the East, it's just going to – like, it's going to be the Nets, Bucks, and it's going to be if the Nets can play any defense to not give up 130 points a night to that team. Yeah. I was talking to an NBA insider – kid I know who follows the league very closely. Yeah. And he kind of scared. If you're, if you're a Nets fan, you kind of scared the shit out of me a little bit, saying the Bucks are really good. I mean, I know the Bucks are good, but the way he made it sound was like, I guess they have a one big injury, Dante DiVincenzo, the oh, yeah. defender. Going over product, yep. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, he made it sound like uh, the Bucks are really, like, equals with, uh, with the Nets. Yeah, I don't, I don't see why it wouldn't be. They're a good team around for a while. The only thing, like to go back to what I said, like I feel like the Nets have it in them to play good defense when they want to. Like if they kind of commit to it, I feel like they can play a good team D. Um, I feel sure. like that about most teams, though. True, true. Um, that being said, Giannis is like one of those unguardable type players. So, yeah. Uh, that might do it. Denver's up nine now. Let the dame, let the dame speculation begin. So you're you're nervous, huh? Uh, I think it's a toss-up series. I give slight edge Nets because of the star power at the end of games, tight games. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I'm worried about, the net, well, I shouldn't say it's the only thing. It's the main concern is what happens when they get hit in the mouth. What happens when they go down two one? And they're facing, yeah. and they have a game four in Milwaukee. That would be that would be the main thing. We haven't really seen them challenged yet. Yeah, that that's when the kind of shit like no, well, there's more there's more important things in life than basketball. That's where that kind of talk scares me. Yeah, like, oh, you're oh, down, yeah. like you're down two one. Like ah, it gives a shit. We'll get them next year. Ah, you know, I like to think that they want to win when they're on the court. That's all that matters. But uh, that's when, as a fan, that's why that kind of stuff kind of seeps into your mind a little bit. Yeah. So I don't. Know, I think it'll be a probably long series, six yeah. or seven, either mm-hmm. way. Whoever wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so then last night, I made I made a conscious decision. Dame coming out. Well, one thing about Dame before I move on to this other series, he's the. He, I, I hate the free agent talk because, especially with the Knicks, because they've been after you know the main the free agent star for like twenty years. It feels like. But he's the guy. Yeah. If you're going to make a play for somebody, he's yep. the guy for the Knicks. 
I don't know his contract situation. I think they signed him through like 2025. I think it would have to be a trade. Okay. But I think he's like in his third, early 30s now, Lillard, maybe 30 even. Mm-hmm. That don't you? I feel like you reach an age where it's okay to leave. Like they, he's lost so many series now with Portland that it's like if, if Dame left, I don't know why he'd want to go really the Knicks, I guess, you know, the, you know, the garden or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But if he left, I don't think he'd get killed for it the way other guys do. Well, like did Clyde, did, did Clyde get killed when he left? He got traded, right? Drexler, when he left. Uh, I don't know. I guess that would be. I guess that would be a good comparison. I don't think. Well, so. the, isn't Portland? Isn't Portland always one of those teams that's good, but they not they uh, never have that extra gear. Never great. Yeah, they went to the finals yeah. that one year with Clyde. Yep. And that was yeah, the year with Rashid where they almost went to the finals. They lost at Game Seven in LA to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they're. I feel like they're consistently a good team. Always a playoff team, but never really a threat. They're just kind of just there. Yeah, that's part of the fabric. That's been the that's been the franchise forever. <laughs> it really has, man. They won. Walton, they win right? once. Yeah, with Walton, right? Yeah. In the set seventy nine, maybe somewhere in there. Maybe even earlier. Yeah, in the seventies, though. It was in the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Carmelo. Yeah. You can't bring in Carmelo and expect anything to happen. So, all right, there's one game seven. Now it's on LeBron's shoulders now. It's Belmont Day is on LeBron's shoulders. Yeah, and a Lakers game seven would be the would be the one that everybody would tune into. Ten o'clock start. Yeah, that's per- perfect perfect end to the day right there. It is. It's a perfect, perfect cherry on top. Yep. Um yep. so so last night uh I made I made the conscious decision at halftime of the Clippers Mavericks game to go to bed. It was eleven thirty, and I knew it was I was in for another two hours if I stayed up. Yeah, wasn't a deciding game, but now that that game's in the book, Mavericks uh, held on last night, won Game Five. Mm-hmm. Friday night, nine o'clock. Where's the gavel? Where's the <laughs> gavel? Point, appointment television. <laughs> Clippers, Clippers, Mavericks. 9 p.m., that's appointment television. All right. Declaring it right here. Got to be there. I think you have to be, man. That's a big – because, you know, all right, you look at it as – it's the 4-5 matchup, right? Yeah. All right, so you look at it as the 4-5 matchup. Mm -hmm. But not all 4-5 matchups are created equally, okay? Hawks, Knicks, winner of that, you know, the Hawks, even with the Embiid injury, they're probably not going anywhere. This this winner – I mean, they got a shot. The winner of this, that series got a shot to make a run. Mm-hmm. So normally, like, it wouldn't be a big deal. But I think – I don't know. There's a lot of Luka and Kawhi. And there's rumblings of Kawhi. I don't buy the Kawhi to the Knicks thing because Kawhi is a California guy. Like, I don't – I think he's just going to ride it out with the Clippers in my mind. He's a quiet guy. He's not going to want to go to the – He doesn't want anything to do with – Yeah, he doesn't want anything to do with the front pages, man. It would be – He's per. He's a perfect Clipper, man. He's – you're in the yes. shadows there. Yes. You don't, you know, everyone cares about the Lakers there. That's yep. like the perfect spot for Kawhi yep. with the Clippers. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, I don't want to skip ahead, but that's and I, I, I got a feeling about Dallas. I have a feeling about Dallas. All right. I think, I think, they, might, I think they might pull this series off, and I will, I will, I'm just saying, I'm putting it out there, would not be shocked they made a run. <laughs> not shocked. Wow. <laughs> It all, it's, it, I mean, they, they rely way too heavily on Luca. 
probably to make a run, but it's just you need that star. Yeah, you have a star, you got a shot. Yeah, you have a superstar, you got a shot. Unless it's just so. Curry. Unless it's just Curry. <laughs> right. Unless it's <laughs> unless it's just Curry, then you know you're out in the plane. <laughs> and uh, I, I hate. I don't. I don't like that Porzingis man. I think Porzingis is a bust. Yeah, I always felt like he got a little bit too much credit where it wasn't really deserved. Or like he's a good ball player, but he's not. Uh, I feel like he's a little bit overhyped. Well, the Knicks. I would say we talked about it. the Knicks. They're just so the fans are so hungry, man. They were trying to. They were trying to force it with yeah. Porzingis. It's like, all right, he had he had a nice little month or two run. You know, he, he debuted nice, but I mean, savior. I don't know about that. Not that guy. Come on. No, it's not. It's not that guy. Not that guy. He's a he's a piece. He's not a he's not a cornerstone. He's a piece. And I don't even like him really as like Lucas sidekick. Like Tim Hardaway Jr.'s hit or Porzingis did in a big shot last night, I will say. But you know, Tim Hardaway Jr.'s hitting big shots. So I don't know. I know you know what else I like about Dallas that like keeps bringing me back to them is Carlisle. Been there before, he's won. I like having the coach that's won big before. Sure. And he coached the team too. He didn't co he didn't coach like it wasn't like um, just one guy when they were when they were, when he was winning. It wasn't just like one guy. It was a legit team effort. So he might be able to get the guys behind Luca to to kind of figure it out, figure out what I'll they see. need to do to get to the next level. Yeah, I mean, a wild series. The road teams won every game. I feel like the home team has to break through. I don't know. I just that, and that's your start to Belmont weekend. Right. Oh. Oh. And by the way. The, the LA is still having the cardboard cutouts. I'm blaming I'm blaming the state of California if the Clippers lose a series. They still have cardboard. Even if you're not allowing, I think I don't know how many fans they let in. I really don't. It may, it may be none, but I don't know. The cardboard cutouts for a playoff game. That's got to be a just a depressing. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like it. it. Get rid of the cardboard cutouts. Caitlyn Jenner was was governor. She wouldn't allow that. There'd be fans in the stadium. She would. Gavin Newsom. I think it's, it's a Gavin Newsom problem. Come on, Gavin. Yeah, Gavin had a rough. Gavin had a rough pandemic. Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had that guy. I had that guy pegged for president, and uh, that ain't happening. No. Yeah, all this talk about it being uh, the the thing being a, a de- democratic hoax to fucking get Trump out. Maybe it was a Republican hoax to get Gavin Newsom out. Who knows? Everybody, I could buy that. I'm in. Everybody's, I'm in a, everybody's a suspect. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not it's pointing H- things. HBO, HBO crime, yeah. crime show right here. Let's get to the bottom of this. Yeah, true detective pandemic. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I meant to bring this up too quick when I was yeah. talking about uh, having the cigar the other night. Mm-hmm. We were listening to music on uh, – I don't know what it's called. One of those things. Serious. Pandora. It was, it was serious. It was serious, but it was. A, is it a Bose? Is that what one of those things is called that plays music? Oh yeah, it could be like a Bose. Alexa. Alexa. Yeah. Whatever it was. Okay. I think I'm making a rule. Here, wait. Where's the gavel? This is another. This is another one. Another gavel, rule. Yeah, gavel it in. Because for the fireworks, I think I'm having something here. Mm-hmm. Saturday, Ju- June 26th. We were kind of floating it around because I got that fucking 
christening the next day. Like I'd be in Boston at like 10 a.m. All listeners are welcome. All listeners are welcome. Wow. All right. Well, it's not being floated <laughs> around anymore. It's a party. Yeah, it's a party now. <laughs> uh, I think I'm making a rule from Memorial Day to Labor Day. And this, I'll, I'll say my house because I'm not going to tell other people what to do. But okay. my house, you want to put music on, it's FM only. Wow. Is that not, is that not a perfect summer rule? You got to earn it, man. You got to earn it. It, it. FM outside at the Memorial Day party was, was stellar. That was a highlight of the, of the party. Was highlight of my weekend, I think. FM was, just, was I forget what channel it was, just 102.9, just cranked out hit after hit. It would get on a run. There was nothing better. Right. They went stale, and then we went to 99.1, and they went on like, at all times. Yeah, yeah. Gary yeah. Ripken run, 10 in a row. <laughs> And then finally they slowed down and they put like a Disturbed song on. Oh, yeah. That was... yeah. They, they <laughs> went so like funny. real good, like awesome classic rock. And then they started mixing in like the, alternative. the rock. Yeah, exactly. Not classic. Yeah. It's not, not in my mind classic rock. Like yeah. early 2000s. Yeah. And that's when they kind of hit the skids. But I always, hey, I tip my cat. It was a great run. It's got to come to an end at some point, you know? So it yeah. makes the run special. They got to end. Yep. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I have a perfect little clock radio too that I bought when I moved in to listen to Yankee games. So I hooked that up outside and boom, put on the FM. Um, I would only say I don't like that rule because as much as I like the run, the variety isn't always there. Because like FM channels only play like the same 400 songs, whatever it is. Like there's only X amount of numbers that they, X amount of number of songs that they play. And I want to have a little bit of variety. What, what's a song that you want to hear that's not going to be on FM? I don't know off the top of my head. I can't pick a song. Exactly. You just gotta. You just gotta let. Well, it that's ride, why. Ride but that's why I like to hear that variety. That's like they have like the like a random one because it's not one I would think about. So what you want, serious? You're a pro serious guy. Yeah, I like serious, and I I even like like so I like to look for uh, on Spotify. They have like uh, playlists, and. You can just find like a big one that somebody put together that's got some obscure songs maybe you didn't, that you didn't remember or you haven't heard before. Like, you got a nice little summertime barbecue mix or something. And throw, throw that out. You kind of get, you know, look, you know, to look at all the songs and just throw it on, re, just throw it on a shuffle and see what happens. That's to okay. Me, to me, that's, that's got FM spirit to it. Like, I'm not making a playlist. No, I've never made a playlist in my life. No, but I like the, I like I the, my spirit is with FM because I like the randomness of FM, but I don't I the, the variety sometimes is uh, lacking. Well, you could cycle around with FM though. You don't have to just live and die with two stations. Yeah, but I also like like oldies too. Like I want to hear a couple oldies. Like go back to the '60s, not just like Rolling Stones. You could find those. You could find those. You could cycle there's, through AM. There. See, what? Wait a second. See, you're all, you're already backing on your own rule. FM, AM. Well, I got to mix in the fan. I mean, what am I not going to listen to? A little Richard <laughs> Nair at my barbecue? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so all right, FM, I, FM only, FM, AM only. I think if there's a randomness to, the, to what you're listening to, I think it's fine. Because I don't, you know, I don't want to be like, oh, see what I put on? Um, it's like kind of like, oh, it's that song. That's what I want. Like, 
that if you embrace the randomness, I'm fine with it. You could go FM at some point, maybe, maybe even when you're a little bit, like maybe not to start the night, but maybe when you're going on for a couple hours, like, all right, I'm going to see if I can find, you didn't tell anybody, just find the, find the playlist, throw a random on and see what happens. I'm not going to do that though. You're not going to do it. No, I'm not going to oh, throw a playlist on. Well, you're talking about your house. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm never in control of the music anywhere. No, 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 no. I'm saying, okay. I'm saying I, pre- I if I were to have a summer get together. Yeah. No, I, you'd I, be all Spotify. Yeah. You'd be Spotify guy. I'd go, I'd start FM though. I'd, I'd play ball with that. Go FM. And then when that kind of, when things get going a little bit later, you enough, enough FM, there's a, there's a, you know, a commercial on or something. I'm like, all right, I'm going to throw something on. Get, get a little, get a little variety in here. You're not going to, you can't sit through ads. Can't sit through commercials. I, I don't mind them, but like I'm saying, a couple hours in, if it's, there's like a little lull in the party or a little kind of lull in the conversation or whatever, and, it's, and, you're, and you're just sitting there and you're, you're listening to like a Kia ad, I'm just like, all right, well, now it's time to put something else on. All right. But again, my, the, the spirit is with FM. It was awesome. It was, it was I mean, it's great. I, I loved it. I love the uh, FM Memorial Day mix. A little Jesse's. Oh, they're doing like a top 300 songs or something. Oh, something. I don't even remember. Yeah, One of the, one of the stations was. Yeah. They probably PLR. Number 147. Oh, yeah. Countdown, countdown, countdown on a holiday weekend. I mean, I used to, like, you know me, I used to, I used to only have 104.3 on in my apartment in the city. That's it. I'd only have it on. Never cycled. No, very rarely. Because some, like, uh, some nights, like, they would kind of, they'd have shows on. They, they'd do the Stephen Van Zant show on Sunday nights, so that was always on. But they'd have, like, on, on Saturday nights, not that I was home all the time on Saturday nights, but they'd have, like, some weird, like, grunge, not grunge, uh, some weird, like, metal show. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't listen to that. Then I'd cycle. What one hundred one one was a good one because that was that used to be oldies back then. Now it's I don't know what it is now. One hundred one one was was decent place to flip to at some point. And then there was a couple uh, that were okay. But I'm a big I'm a uh, yeah okay. I was gonna say I'm a big flipper. I don't even yeah. do the presets. I just flipped. I flip, man. Like oh. the remote. It's like the remote control. And there's nothing better than dragging your finger across the thing and hearing like the static in between. Yeah, and then picking yeah. up something, yeah, that's um, that that's the main reason I have a radio right there is just to do that. But one hundred four three is like top two greatest radio stations of all time. At least it was. Yeah, I think it's still around though. I feel like I've gotten that to come in around. No, here. it is. Oh, it is. I just I've listened to it enough to still give it that title. I used to listen to it constantly then. Oh, okay. I'll still listen to it occasionally. When I go into the city, I listen to it. And once in a while, when I work, I throw the website on and listen to that. Maybe a two for Tuesday situation. <laughs> two for to get some. That's a nice FM treat right there. It's a two for two for Tuesday. Especially when they don't announce it, when they don't make it a thing, and they just play back to back same artists. It's like, oh, all right, it's a class app. This station, I love that. Oh, uh, what channel today did a? Uh... Anybody could just put a song on they want to listen to. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. Yep. So I forget what it was called. Was it a triple play today? It was, they did three in a row of uh, Zeppelin. 
but then they called it like they called like a Thursday triple play or something like that. I think it was a triple play. Yeah. And I feel like there's songs that you would never even put on, but if you catch them on the radio, you're like, nice. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a song you would never think. And it could be just a basic, like you said, Led Zeppelin song. Like I would never put this song on. I I wouldn't even, not that I don't like the song, but I would never think to put it on. But the fact that I caught it from the beginning, like this is awesome. Uh, The beginning of the beginning of the song. We talked about that before, but the catching the beginning of the song is phenomenal. Yeah, it's like if I'm on the way to like place a bet on the horses. Yeah, it's, I feel like it's you know it rides on what I listen to in the first twenty seconds when I get in the car. Yeah, I caught a Sinatra song last week on on Sirius, but on Sixties on Six, not on the Sinatra Channel. Yeah, and that was like that was a good feeling because you're like, wow, I didn't expect to get Sinatra, and it was the beginning of Summer Wind. I'm like, all right. Like I first got in the car, that's what it was on. I was like, phenomenal. Didn't plan on listening to it, but now you couldn't no, live without like, it for those next my, three minutes. One of my top favorite, my top Sinatra songs. Yeah. I mean, out of I mean, it's tied tied for first with like forty two songs, but yeah, I just, yeah, I, I, yeah. Like you said, the spirit of FM. You can't. It's irreplaceable. It's the it. it's the randomness of it. Yeah, it, that's what that's what's necessary for for me. That's what makes it a little more enjoyable for me. Yeah. Well, that's the, yeah, it goes along with flipping and flipping channels and shit like that. Oh, and sometimes you cycle back. You got a little too cute. Like, I should have just stuck with that original song. Oh, it's, a bad, it's, it's a bad feeling. Or, or when you stick with a song and then go to a neck, and when it ends, you flip and you catch the end of a better song. Like, shit. Yeah. I should have kept flipping. Why did I stop? That's, that's, and that's why you flip. Yeah. Or don't flip. Either way. It's, right. It's, yeah. yeah. You, it didn't, didn't feel like you were settling until you found out that Scenes from an Italian Restaurant was on two stations ahead of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I love, yeah, I love the flip. I love it. I, bar- I rarely I – I have the presets only for, like, my absolute go-to. Like, all right, I can't find anything. Boom, put that on. Well, Other I than flip- that, I, I love cycling because there's stations I, I would never even think to go to. So maybe I catch something. Maybe I find a, maybe I find a heater where I didn't expect to. I'll, I'll even go as far as on the FM – to like do the tune knob and only go like two stations at a time because generally like the stations have to be like two apart to come in clearly enough. Oh so yeah, that's what of, I like, meant by cycle. I love that. The oh, I thought you meant like <laughs> not even like seat. Well, I have the one on the steering wheel, but then I like I do like turning the dial. I just yeah. like I like turning the dial. Right. What can I say? Right. Okay, so you don't you don't even do like the seek, which goes to the net. It's it's always like the it's always the stations like they come in the clearest. Depends. Depends if I need two hands yeah. in the wheel or not. But I, I, I do. I do like turning the dial. I love it. Safety first. Yeah, because right. Okay. Did you? Is that what you meant before when you come into like a station you wouldn't have listened to before? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. How do you think oh. I found that religious station? Oh, okay. Cycling. I thought you talked about. I thought cycling to you was seek. Oh no, I do see. I do the seek on right. the steering wheel, but I, I do right, the right. dial too. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, we're on the same page then. Yeah romanticizing FM radio. It's not the last time we're going to talk about it. That's definitely not the first time we talked about it either. No, it's, uh, right. And we can put a song on. You're absolutely right. But yeah, I'm hoping a tradition was, well, at least at my house, but a tradition was born when I, on, uh, this past Memorial Day. It was just, yeah, it was great to have. It was. Jesse's girl was on. It was great. The crazy thing is I can't even 
remember a specific song that was on. I think I just remember. Jesse's I just know girl. it was awesome. I know it was awesome, but I can't remember a song. I think I only remember Jesse's girl because, and you remember uh, Disturbed. But I only remember uh, yeah. uh, Jesse's for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> I remember Jesse's girl because uh, we were talking. Let's talk about uh, the Boogie Nights scene with Jesse's girl in it. Oh yeah, we did talk about that. Right, right, right. They didn't play Night Ranger though, right? Sister Christian. No, I'm pretty sure it's um shit. It should be a rule that you have to do those songs back to back. Yeah. I'm if I was sure running it, a station. It was Jesse's girl though. It wasn't Night Ranger. Now that you say it, I remember Jesse's girl, but uh yeah, I I just All right. I'm sure we heard a journey song in there. That's always a safe bet. What uh what do you have for do you have like a stereo? <laughs> I have a little uh when I moved in my house and I knew I was going to have cable for a couple of weeks, it was, you know, it was baseball season. I bought a little, uh, just a little like clock radio. And that's what you have. You got to get a boom box or something. You don't think that's loud enough to keep, uh, I think, do I have anything else? I mean, I, I'm sure I have something else I can. Yeah, you're right. I got to get something bigger. If you're going to, yeah, if you're going to commit to the FM stuff, I think you have to, Get something those things cool. carry some. Those things, those things crank it out. It's a little, I'm gonna have to do a test. It's a little bit like tinny. It's gonna be like uh, when you hear like 1920s. You go like a movie from 1920s, and they have like the radio on in the background. It's gonna be like that, like <laughs> mono. You know, like it's not gonna. You gotta have something a little, with a little bit of balls. I'm going to have to do a test. I'm going to have to do a test with this. You can't, like, See crank. How... You're not going to be able to crank it up if you want to. Crank? We didn't, what crank? There was no, it wasn't cranked uh, on the stereo either, though, right? I don't know. You know, I don't know what kind of, uh, kind of night it's going to be. You know? Uh, maybe, you know, maybe want to put it up at some point. Okay. All right. Well, we'll have to look into that. <laughs> I'm just looking out for your guests. You're gonna, have, you're gonna have all our listening audience is gonna be there. Right. Right. Everyone's welcome. There you go. Fire fireworks party. Everybody's gonna be there, man. <laughs> Everybody's doing it. That's right. Oh, Lakers look good. Lakers look good. Oh, 14-5. We're <laughs> down 14-5. Right. Oh, I thought you said that. I thought you had it backwards. No. Because <laughs> at first I, I thought you were being sarcastic, which you were. And then I thought, I thought you said up 14.5. And I was like, oh, he really thinks they look good. <laughs> <laughs> like, nope. Nope. Could be, could be it. Could be it tonight. Oh, I think Dave's limping around. He's, he's not healthy. He gave, he gave it the old college try, but he's done. That might be, that might be it right there. LeBron might quit. Ooh. <laughs> Anthony Davis, this could be it. LeBron's got – hey, Belmonte is on LeBron's shoulders now. Anthony yep. Davis can't save Squarely. him. Squarely on him. Yep. Oh, yeah, he's all fucked. He's all done. Yeah. It's all fucked up. All right. That's a nice segue because I think we're all done here. Done. So I guess we can uh, say meeting adjourned. We could gavel out. Yep. Uh, thanks to everybody who tuned in. Appreciate you listening along and spending time with us. We'll talk to you next week here on Sunday Poor Ant.
Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week, everybody. Uh, and when you said uninspiring team, nothing says uninspiring more than two out of two at home from the race or two. Yeah. So it was a tie. Yeah. <laughs> we tied, we tied the race and you had, you, and you beat their race with a, with a, uh, subpar team, subpar lineup. Yep. And then you had your race out there today and you couldn't, Finish the deal. Yeah, they just suck, man. I don't know what else really to say. I can't even yell and scream about it anymore. They just—they're not that good. It kind of got me like ashamed and depressed. It's uh, he—I just—I can't get over the platooning situations that they have. Like I don't mind one or two positions with a platoon, but the whole team is platooning. Like I just. Then you don't really have a team. Yeah, it's like it's, it's not good. It's not good. You know, I it was so bad today that I was watching. I watched the first three innings at the gym on my lunch break, mm-hmm. and then when Meadows hit the home run, I went back to uh, showered up and went back to my desk, and I didn't put the game on the radio. I just followed it on GameCast. I didn't want to listen to it because I knew it was over. And the last people want to hear in a game like that is Susan and John. Yeah, and they're complaining. I mean, obviously, everyone's complaining. It's it's. I, I had MLB Network on before, and Sean Casey and uh, Chris Young were talking about about it, about the offense and baseball and hitting and launch angle and all this. It's like everyone's talking about it, but no one's doing anything to fix it. Uh, well, it looks like they're they're going to take a stance on doctoring the baseballs. So that's been going on this year, apparently. Like it's June third, and we're figuring out that the pitchers, pitchers have been doctoring the baseball. We have to do yeah. something about it. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, I, I feel like there's got to be more to it than that, but I, you'd think so, but they, I mean, this is another year where they've had to do something mid-season to the team or to the, um, to the rules, like on the field, not to the team, to the rules in the field. Do you buy into the ball being different? Yeah, because you saw in the playoffs last year too. Yeah, there's and, something, and there's there's balls that come off some some uh, bats that I think a year ago would have been out. Yeah, yeah. Frazier's walk off the other night. It seems like he crushed that ball and it just got out. Yeah. What I don't which I don't mind. I don't mind the ball's a little deader. That's fine. I don't need everybody hitting home runs all the time. I want to see fucking line drives and people moving and stuff. But I don't understand. So two years ago the ball's jumping all over the place. This year the ball's not going anywhere. What why can't there be a happy medium? Well, I'm no ball expert, but what the fuck? Like why can't we play with a normal goddamn baseball? Why does there have to be the? Why does the ball have to be fucked with either way? I don't, what are we trying to do here? Yeah, I, I don't understand. Baseball is a baseball, but apparently not. <laughs> you, would, you would think so. Glaber Torres hit thirty-eight home runs in two thousand nineteen. The guy has five home runs combined in the last two years. 
I mean, explain that. Thirty six of them were against the Orioles. Yeah, like judge judge this year. That fucking guy. Holy shit. Fucking left the village on base Wednesday night. Could have oh. broke the game open two different times, man. Base is loaded. He grounded out. Second, yeah. third, two outs. He grounded out. That's the guy you want up. Not, I don't. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you multiple guys I want up over Hypo- Judge. Hypothetically, he's the guy you want up. On paper, he's the guy you want up. Yeah. Best batting average, best numbers. He's not the guy I want up. Sorry. He's getting a free pass. He's not getting it anymore. Not, not on this show, he's not getting a free pass. Yeah, he's got to start doing it, man. Like this, this, him batting 300 is not going to impress me unless I see him blow a game open here and that. Here and unless you, yeah, unless you see the Orioles in town. Then, then you'll be impressed because the ball will be flying all over the ballpark. <laughs> <sighs> then Tuesday night, I was disgusted. I get disgusted in wins. I can't even enjoy wins because I'm getting disgusted. <laughs> You know, forget about the losses. It's tough, man. It's tough. Like Tuesday night, man. I mean, it's a miracle they won with the way Boone handled those last few innings. Fucking, uh, what happened? Mike Ford's spot comes up, who's uh, hitting fifth. 0 for 3 with three strikeouts. Done with Ford. It may have been done with Ford. Yeah. He comes up. Now, if I'm the manager, number one, it's first and second. I'll set the stage for you guys. First and second, two outs, okay? This is Tuesday. I, I wish we had gone on Tuesday because this would have been fresh in my head and it would have been like – there would have been veins popping out of my neck even though we won. So I'm a, I might be a little reserved here, but bear with me. First and second, two outs. Mike Ford in the five-hole coming up. He's over three with three strikeouts. You need a single, okay? You have Glaber Torres on your bench. You have John Carlos Stan on your bench. Now – if I'm the manager, I need a single. I need to scratch a run across. Who gives me a better shot there? I would think Glaber Torres, right? Mm-hmm. Glaber Torres, he had a few big hits this year. He's had a couple of walk-offs. He had a good series against the White Sox, right? Mm-hmm. That's number one. You need a single. Number two, it makes things easier defensively, correct? Because mm-hmm. going into the ninth, you're going to shift DJ from third to first, right? You're going to shift Geo from short to third, right. and you slide Glaber right into shortstop. So it makes things easier there, right? But no, he sent up John Carlos Stanton, fucking Frankenstein. Cashman's monster goes up there. Second pitch, I think he saw a weak ground ball to shortstop, right? So you burn Stanton, and then you put Tyler Wade in to play shortstop. And then as luck would have it, believe it or not, because this always fucking happens, Tyler Wade's spot comes up in the 10th inning, right? And who do you pinch hit for there? Glaber Torres, who ended up walking because Gary Sanchez was on base, was on, was on deck, who ended up eventually getting out. So, so you basically burned three guys for one fucking spot in the lineup, okay? And then in the 11th, guess what? Because Sanchez left the bases loaded the inning before. Sanchez is your ghost runner. And guess what? Your pinch runner, you have no one on the bench, right? Your pinch runner, Tyler Wade, you already burned him. So Sanchez is stuck at second base in the 11th. I mean. Another masterpiece. Just another, <laughs> another Mona Lisa from Boone the other night. I mean, I'm watching these things happen in slow motion, and it's like the game's going too fast for him. Not for me, because I have a brain. I've watched baseball my whole life. Right. For this guy who just stuck. You know, you can't even blame, like, rookie manager or inexperience anymore. 
I mean, four goddamn years in the job, man. Imagine your fourth year in the job not having a fucking clue. Like, eventually, you have to learn with experience. And this guy just he just has no idea how to utilize his players late in game. It's, it's a clusterfuck. I mean, anytime he has to make a decision, you're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Who's he sending up? Who's he putting in for defense? Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, well, you know, I can guarantee you one thing. Wandy Peralta's coming in. You know that. You know Wandy Peralta's coming in no matter what. Up 10, down 10, tie game, 12th inning, Wandy Peralta's coming in. Get him in. Get him in. <laughs> Get him warmed up. And the fucking base running with this team. I can't, I, I, I can't figure it out. It may, this may as well be a rerun, this rant. No one can run the bases. <laughs> it's, it is ugly out there, man. It's, it's embarrassing that the Major League Baseball team doing what they do. <laughs> Doesn't really? make sense. Really, it's embarrassing. You got you got to know the situation. I know where you're going. It, it, it's it's uh it's very frustrating watching them play because you know like I feel like they could be a few games better if they just played in a certain way and played with a certain amount of urgency. But they don't. No, they have, no they, they, they they have games where I mean. Putting Judge in center field the other night, again, in the game they won, like Judge should be in center field. He's like, oh, I, I want to get, I want to get Andujar and Frazier's bat into the lineup. Oh, I mean, some that's not that that shouldn't be the that shouldn't be the way to do it. To me, man, I, oh, again, we could talk about this all the time, but they got to have like a, there's got to be some sort of set lineup. And to me, it's Florial in center, it's Judge in right, it's Frazier in left. I don't want to see Garner anymore. I don't want to see Wade in the outfield anymore. And I don't really want to see Andujar in the outfield anymore. He hasn't been bad, but I don't want to see him out there. Okay? He's been more comfortable than I thought he'd be. I'll say that. Yes. Yes. But. Glass half full there, see? So, for me, for me, like, I don't know where Voight is. He's gone. He's having a kid. I don't know exactly what's going on with Voight. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on with Voight. It's not paternity. He's, he's doing the Kyrie thing right now. He's just yeah. taking a couple of days off. So, for me, he's not even on the team. Get out of here. Well, no, he's got the oblique. Oh, so you're he's, not he's, seeing, you're not he's seeing hurt, Blake hurt. for a while. Oh, right. He got hurt again. Right. So, yeah. good. I mean, not good, but like, so good. Like, it makes things a little bit easier. Now, put Against the lefty, put Andujar at, at first. Bench Odor, DJ at second. Glaber, Geo. Nice and easy. And, again, I want to see Kyle behind the dish. I'm done. Gary is just not a good ball player anymore. His defense – they were highlighting his defense the other night, showing, like, the pickoff plays he had. And what he, then what did he do? Fucking pass ball, overthrowing the center field, throwing a ball in the center shot. field. Yeah, he shot. Great. Oh, that one that he's in the center field was a pitch after he got a, a foul ball in the face. I give, him a, <laughs> I give him a half a pass there, but not – the guy was out by a mile if he threw it right. Um, I'm done with him, man. Let me just get a guy there who's who's reliable catcher. You can bat him in the lineup. You don't expect him to do much. Sanchez throwing out there, he's batting fifth, sixth. Like, expect him, he's going to hit a home run this time, or he's going to strike out this time, or he's going to walk, and then just he's going to climb up the base pads, or God forbid, try and score from from first on a, a single or something, whatever the fuck he did that day, and get thrown out by six miles. <laughs> yeah, like, I, don't, I don't need it out there doing that anymore. It's ridiculous. By the way, is Phil Nevin okay? What the fuck? He's been going a month with COVID. I got him. I don't know. Carlos, who's Estevez? Johnson and Johnson, man. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know who's coaching third, but geez, it's kind of been swept under the rug. Uh, but no, I don't think I don't think we're a Phil Nevin away from making a run. <laughs> no, just no, just an observation when you said that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know answer. what else to say. They just. Uh... I, I just I, I don't understand. Like you don't need Ford. Like seeing Ford in the middle lineup to me is a fucking white flag. Just, you don't need him in there. Oh, Ford in the five hole doesn't make any sense. You shouldn't be part of the team. And Geo made a nice play in a ball like falling into. He's playing shortstop, of course, because. I mean, just throw him out there. Is he your fucking shortstop? Then fucking put DJ at third, bench Glaber. Like, just fucking play him and play the door at second. Like, is he your fucking shortstop? Like, don't just Glaber. Just play every fucking day. You go in a slump, figure it out in the field. You throw the ball awry, figure it out in the fucking field. You're not going to figure it out by sitting on the goddamn bench. Yeah. And then, my, hot, my hot take is I think Stan's hurt. I mean, that would that's be, the only explanation. Uh, that's the only explanation I could think of that they're playing him like every other day. Not a hundred percent. That's you know, that's likely. I don't think I've ever seen a DH have this much trouble staying healthy. Well, and you don't play the field, man. You swing the bat a few times, run the first, can't stay healthy. The way he swings, I guess it's just uh, too violent. Especially when you're not making contact, yeah. Better chance, yeah, better chance of tearing something. You I guess. Got to run into the ball a little bit if you're gonna stay healthy. You're right. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 a really embarrassing team. It really yeah. is top to bottom, man. From how, from how how they're how they're put together, how they how they're managed, day in and day out. I mean, from the lineups being made and how they're managed in game time and then how they play on the field. It's, it's embarrassing. And you get, you get a game like the Frazier walk off and I was like, all right, they found a way to me. I've talked about this before to me, like you got to have games like that, where it's like, you probably shouldn't have won, but you found a way to, to win. But that's most of the games that they win. Like they probably shouldn't have won that game. And, no, if, you keep, and, if, and if you, and if you keep doing that, that's a problem. That's not, you know how to win no matter what. That's you kind of, it's baseball, Susan, situation. Like, everybody's going to win a ridiculous game once in a while. Right. Let me see you go out yeah. and score, like, score seven on a team. Seven? What are you, fucking high? Seven. When was the last time they scored seven runs? I'm not even being – I'm not even – I can't, I can't tell you the last time they scored seven runs. I, I don't – I'm not sure. Myself. I think I saw a stat or I heard someone talking about say that they haven't won a game – that they hadn't won a game all year where they gave up more than five runs. I think that may have been the stat. Oh, they haven't gave up more than five. Like they haven't won a game six five or seven six, eight seven. Like they haven't won anything. If they give up, if they give up five runs, they lose. Jesus, that's not good, man. Especially when you don't have a pitcher going into Friday. My prediction is they lose Friday, Saturday, and salvage Sunday. It's going to be a bad weekend. They lose Friday, Saturday, win Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I really hate to say it, but the Red Sox are just a better better team, better, better put together. It doesn't even matter who they're playing. I, I just think they suck. The opponent, yeah. the opponent doesn't even matter. They got swept by the fucking Tigers. 
Yeah, it's good. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all very stupid. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, uh, that's the status. Uh, yeah. Conference, conference call on the status yeah. of the Yankees. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess if you were to uh, put one word on the Yankees and on June 3rd, 2020, one, mm-hmm. what would that word be? Well, I guess I can't use the uninspiring because that's been my word to describe them for the last six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, broken. Yeah. Top to bottom. Bro- broken, yes. And nobody's, and nobody's calling a mechanic. Nobody's calling a fucking plumber to come tighten the, tighten the pipes or anything. No. They might, be to- they might be total, to be honest with you. It's not even worth the repair at this point. Oof. Buy a new car. I feel like you had the right people in there. You could win with this team. Uh, not with the team, the roster as is. But I feel given the resources and given the uh, current roster, with the, if this team isn't in a World Series in like two years, like, well, we're probably past that mark right now. But I, I feel like you could have with the right personnel figured out how to win with this team. Oh, you could have. Yeah, I think so. But they have it, so it's broken. Yeah. And it, it, they, don't, they don't have a center fielder or a first baseman. <laughs> yeah. Or really a catcher. Yeah. Yep. Well, you, and you started the show as positive as you could, and that's how we end it. Said I was starting positive. I didn't say I was closing. Yeah, no, there was no promises made. That's for sure. <laughs> that that's it. For sure. All right. Well, great stuff until the end, man. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. All right. <laughs> Peace. All right.